Welcome to the Holistic Author Show. I'm your host, Kit Kilsto, the author yogi. Each episode, we'll talk about how to recraft the publishing paradigm to help you take care of what matters, you and your creativity. Discussing topics ranging from the publishing business to physical and mental health, and even mind-body balance as you juggle the many duties of being an author today, the Holistic Author Show will help you make the choices you need to craft the right publishing career for you. And now, this week's show. Welcome to this week's show. I want to spend today talking about one little hub on the wellness wheel, and that is the emotional hub. And while that encompasses a lot of different aspects of your writing and your creativity, the area where I want to focus today is, are you writing what you love? And I think this is an important question. Now, I don't want to get into those who write for money versus writing for love. I feel like you can do both and you can focus on both. Um, again, there's a lot of discussion about writing to market versus writing the stories you want to write. And the bottom line is, I really truly believe that if you don't love what you're writing, it's going to show. It's going to show in your story itself. It's going to show in whatever you put forth. It's just like if you write for a publisher. And those of us who have written for publishers for a long time, you're going to have the book that the publisher gives you an absolutely fugly cover for. And a lot of publishers won't take feedback, won't edit those covers. What you get is what you get. And if it is a really, truly ugly cover, and I've gotten a few, you know, clunkers in my day, if it's a truly ugly cover, you are not going to be enthusiastic about putting that book out into the market. You're not going to market it as well, because every time you do a social media post, every time you do anything where you show that cover, there's going to be an, oh, you know, oh my God, this is an ugly cover. And even if you don't consciously think that, it's going to come up subconsciously. And I feel like when you're writing a story, the same thing is going to happen. That if your heart isn't in it, if you feel like, for example, you're finishing a series because you need to finish the series. If you've contracted a book and the love has just gone out of that series or that genre or that book, or even you know the, your relationship with that publisher or whoever contracted that story. If the love isn't there, you're going to have a very hard time doing what you need to do. And I've said it before, and I will say it again a million times. This business is absolutely frustratingly difficult enough. If you don't love what you're doing, why put yourself through the hell and frustration that can sometimes accompany being an author? I mean, let's talk frankly here. Let's, let's talk really plainly here. There are wonderful aspects of being an author. You get to meet people who love the same books you do. You can network with other authors. You get to write stories that you love and bring these characters to life. There's a lot to really appreciate and enjoy about being an author. But also, there's a lot of frustrating stuff that you have to do. There's a lot of, you know, marketing. Maybe you're going to network. You're going to encounter those people in those social media groups that just kind of make you go, ooh, you know. You're going to have to, you know, do things, maybe promote books that you don't feel good about because you're doing newsletter swaps or you're doing other promotional groups. There is a whole bunch of things that 
are not just writing the story that you have to do editing. Editing is always tough. I mean, even if you love the story and you want to make it better. And so if you're not absolutely 100% head over heels in love with what you're writing, it's going to show. And that's part of being a holistic author. When you're being a holistic author, and this is the holistic author show, you are working with the whole author, not just the words on the page, not just the financial end of it. You are in that whole wellness wheel rolling right along. And if any part of that wellness wheel is flat or just kind of feels off, then you're going to kind of have a bump every time you hit that part of your wellness wheel. And so our goal here at the Holistic Author Show and my goal as a creative wellness coach is to get you to a point where that wellness wheel is not so bumpy, that you're having a pretty smooth ride that you can balance out everything you need to do. And a part of that is finding your passion and following your passion. What am I talking about when I say finding your passion or following your passion? What I am talking about is longevity here. I'm talking about writing stories that you want to write and sell and talk about and interact with for years to come. Now, this doesn't mean that your career can't change. It doesn't mean that you can't migrate what you write. A lot of us, we talked in a previous show about being a multi-genre author. That is certainly a realistic option for everybody. And if you, you know, have the different genres that you work between that feels good about, you know, for myself, that's the equestrian literature and the fantasy. If you have those books and those genres that you kind of bounce between, then what that really does is it helps keep that passion alive. Because it's kind of like being chased, you know, by, by two love interests. One of the big things in romantic fiction, especially young adult fiction, are the love triangles. You know, the, the main character has to choose between the two main love interests and the will they, won't they. Well, we don't want to will they, won't they with your writing. You want to, you know, say, why choose? Why can't I follow everything that I'm passionate about? And we, again, we talked about that in a previous show. What you don't want to do is get into a situation where either the stories that you're writing start to feel old and stale or the writing community that you're in starts to feel old and stale and sometimes downright nasty. And that's where when we talk about passion, I feel like we need to evaluate it both from an internal creative part as well as a more outer career part. And so let's let's talk about that here for a bit. The internal creative part is almost is easier, I think, in some ways to examine because all you're thinking about is you and your reaction to stories. And writer's block notwithstanding, I do believe that writer's block happens. I also believe there's ways to get through it. Writer's block, maybe struggling with a particular passage, not being a part of this, but in general, are you excited to write? Are you constantly thinking about your stories? Are you thinking about what you want to write next, the characters that you want to bring to life, the storylines that you want to bring to life? Even if you're not actively writing, are you still thinking about these things? Are you excited to find time to get back to writing? That is the internal love. So I'm going to use myself as an example because, well, I'm here and also that's an example. But so like right now I'm going to college full time. I'm working full time. 
you know, bringing this lovely content to you and my personal writing time has been cut way back. So that doesn't mean that I've fallen out of love with writing. Some of that is I have deliberately stepped back to do some self-examination to make sure that everything I'm doing with my creative powers is that it's a hell yes instead of a hell no, because I have reached an age and reached a point in my life where I am done with the hell no's. So all of that notwithstanding, I'm still thinking about stories. I'm like, yeah, this is what I want to write. This is where I want the story to go. And, you know, damn it, there's not enough hours in a day. So the passion is still there, even if I'm not actively cranking out 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000 words a day. And again, we talked about the word count wars in a previous episode. And if you are in a place where you are stepping back, where you're focusing on some other parts of your life, because we are whole people with everything going on in our lives, is the passion still there? So that's the internal part. The external part, and for me, this took a while to figure out, but the external part is, <clears throat> do you feel comfortable in the community as an author? Is this something you want to promote? When you go to talk to people about what you write, are you hesitant to do so? Now, as somebody who used to write erotic romance and erotica, I understand that you don't want to go around announcing, you know, hello, I write books with very explicit sex scenes, often between multiple people. You know, that, that may not be something that you want to shout from the rafters, but are you comfortable saying, hey, I write romance, they're on the steamier side, they're not to everybody's taste, and then kind of see where the conversation goes from there. Usually with a conversation like that, People who read what you write are usually like, oh, yeah, I love the hot stuff. And you can go on with the conversation. Conversely, people who are a little bit more restrained about that, who maybe read, you know, sweeter works are like, you know, no, I don't really get into the explicit stories, but, you know, good luck with your writing. And then that conversation ends naturally. So are you comfortable telling people about that? When you look at other books in your genre, are you looking at them and going, you know, oh God, it's another book about that, or that sounds so old and tired, or, you know, how many books about XYZ do we need? When you are in the community with other authors, for example, doing newsletter swaps, or just simply talking on, you know, in a Facebook group or on social media, are you finding warmth and com camaraderie there, or is there a whole bunch of nothing? And I think that's a big one. And that you have to be careful with, because on one hand, you are at the mercy, as everybody is on Facebook and Twitter, to the algorithm. And I can tell you, I'm recording this, it's early February 2023 for the date for this show, and the Twitter algorithm is crap right now. I mean, people, I'm not seeing people I follow, I'm seeing all sorts of random stuff, so the am I getting crickets has a lot to do with those other companies and not to do with you. But also there are other places where you are able to connect more closely with authors in your genre. Um, I've talked a lot about Mastodon and I love Mastodon simply because it does not have an algorithm, a corporate algorithm that monitors what you see. You put something out there, you use a lot of hashtags for discoverability. 
maybe work with some different book, you know, books to Don groups and stuff. And you can really get some nice traction on your posts. Likewise, if you actually do like Facebook and your Facebook friends, where it's a little bit more personal, where Facebook maybe prompts people to show things in your timeline. When you're talking there about your writing, who usually replies? Do you actually get, um, you know, people who are other authors in your genre actually talking to you, actually supporting you? When you have things happen in your life, because we are all human, we all have things that happen in our life. Are these authors supporting you or are they know where to found or are they like, ew, I don't want negativity in my feed. Well, you know what, people? Things happen to everybody and it is not negativity to say, look, I'm going through some stuff right now. I'm going through, you know, X, Y, Z, and I need some support. That is not negative. And it doesn't matter if you are, you know, dealing with a transient thing, like a housing issue or a job loss. And I hope that those are transient things. They sometimes can be very chronic things as well. Or whether you're dealing with, you know, chronic struggles, maybe mental health or physical health or chronic illness struggles. Even if you're somebody who deals with really severe health issues and really severe mental health issues, and you seem to be posting a lot about that, that is not negativity. And anybody who tells you that you need to just get over it or stop posting negativity is not somebody you want in your life. I digress. But, you know, when we're talking about community and is the love there, I find that certain genres are more positive vibes only as opposed to, hey, this is life. This is what we're dealing with. So the question becomes from an outer external networking, marketing, promotion, dealing with other people standpoint, is the love still there? And again, for me personally, and this could have to do with my own, you know, neurodivergence in my own situation, but I found that harder to figure out than the internal, do I still love writing this? There are, you know, I just recently made some genre choices in my life. In fact, I decided, you know, that I was only going to write those hell yes genres or those hell yes stories. And so I've decided to, you know, I'm done. I'm closing the door on something that I've written for almost 20 plus years. And, you know, it took a long time to figure out that, you know, I'm just, I'm done. I've told all the stories there I want to tell. I don't, I don't get excited about writing it. I kind of don't get excited about promoting it. Um, and then, you know, I, I find that that particular genre lends itself to positive vibes only. And, I'm not here to gaslight anybody and I'm not here to whitewash anything. You know, I'm going to call it, I'm going to call it what it is. I'm going to speak my truth and hope that I connect with others who also speak their truth. And so for me, it was a combination of those two factors that made that decision. And I feel like for our emotional hub of the wellness wheel to really be healthy for that hub to really be, you know, inflated if we use a tire and the whole, tire pie analogy kind of gets mixed up when I'm talking about the wellness wheel. They're both round. Hopefully the pie has pieces and your tire doesn't. But um, when we think about that, 
you really, you really want a good, strong emotional sector of your wellness wheel because your emotional and mental health affects so many other things in your life. You cannot separate the mind from the body. I know our American health system tries to do that. And, oh, boy, is that a rant and a hill I will die on. But you really cannot separate your emotional wellness or your emotional creative wellness from your physical, your spiritual, your finance, the rest of it, because it, it is all inter interacting. That entire wellness wheel isn't like putting six different colored blocks together. I know if you look at the image on my website, for ease of reading, it's divided into six different colored parts with the different names on it. But it's not like a child's toy where you put the blocks together and they just simply kind of hang out touching one another. They're, they're even more than, inner, you know, Legos where you they snap together. It's even more than that. They're almost threads that weave through everything. They're threads that weave through your writing, through creativity. And so if your emotional wellness, when it comes to your writing, and I think in a, a future show, I'll, I'll move forward and talk a little bit more broadly about what emotional wellness means. But when you look at that, if your emotional wellness is not strong and it is not supportive, then it is going to weave and intermingle and affect everything else that you do. And it's going to eventually cause those other parts of the wellness wheel to also not be as strong as they could be. And so to me, the absolute core, the absolute foundation of that emotional wellness part of the wellness wheel is do you love what you do? Now, again, there's going to be days where the love is there. There's going to be days where the love is not there. One bad day does not mean you need to throw everything out the window, clear your hard drive and start again. No. One bad day, a bad week, even kind of a rough month or a rough quarter does not mean that. But if you're having a rough week, a rough month, a rough quarter, then that definitely is a time to start thinking about that entire wellness wheel. You know, are you dealing with external things like, you know, I was talking about I'm going to college full time and that's taking up a large portion of my time and energy and mental energy, especially. Oh, boy, the mental energy. You know, do, did you have a new baby? Are you dealing with a health challenge? There are a million and one different things that could be going on in your life that are affecting your love and your ability to write that have absolutely nothing to do with being an author. And part of that emotional wellness is to recognize that and say, okay, I'm going to put this on the back burner. I'm going to take a breather. I'm going to focus on dealing with, you know, the new baby, the college degree, the health issue, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There is nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with taking that step back. That doesn't mean that you've lost the love for it. If anything, being willing to take a step back shows that you do care about it and that you understand that you're just not able to give it your full time and attention right now. No, what I'm talking about is everything else notwithstanding, you go to sit down and write and you're just like, no, <laughs> I am done writing this. I am done telling these stories. I am so bored right now. Or you interact with the community and you're thinking, I don't like these people. I don't want to talk to these people. These people are driving me nuts. 
And when you start to have those thoughts, that's, that's when you really need to reevaluate. That's when you need to think about, do I love what I'm doing? And if I love what I'm doing, am I really comfortable in this space? And again, there are small adjustments. I never want to say, unless you're absolutely certain that that's the right decision for you to do what I do, which is basically say, I'm done with that. And there's nothing that says that, you know, two, three, five years from now, I might get, get refreshed. I might come back to that. I don't think so, but you, you can never tell. And even if you do step back for a while, and that could be a step, you know, okay, I'm going to step back for six months, see what happens. And when you do that, when you, when you think about that, those decisions are never final forever and ever and ever. You are always welcome to change your mind. You are always welcome to reconsider what you're doing. You are always welcome to think about what could be happening right now in your life that affects that. But if you are at a point where the love really doesn't feel like it's there, where you really aren't sure you want to interact with the writing community around your certain genre, I, I really encourage you to spend some time thinking about the reasons why. And if you do find out that it's not so much external factors as internal factors, think about how you can change that. Do you need to adjust your online presence? Do you need to adjust what you're doing, the, you know, your writing pace, your writing schedule? What do you need to adjust to bring the love back? And that, to me, really becomes the better question. And sometimes what you need to adjust is, yes, take a step back, maybe, you know, change, you know, go to a new genre, maybe change tactics, you know, maybe, maybe say goodbye. Maybe, maybe that time has passed. But if you think about that and make those decisions without a lot of introspection, I think you're just going to be slapping a Band-Aid on things and the... Dis dislike, although that's not really the word I want, the discomfort maybe is a better term with what you're writing, that that discomfort all of a sudden will show up in new areas. So I hope that this show hasn't been very disappointing or very, you know, disheartening to you. I, I think we all need to always evaluate what we're doing and what path we're on because while, you know, there are times when you have to do things to pay the bills, a lot of times when we're looking at side hustles or side gigs, for example, which writing is for most of us, let's be honest, there, ha there comes a time where you have to say, do I want to do this? Am I in love with this? And if not, how can I find my joy and find my love in this before I get really super burnout and bad things happen? So hope this has given you something to think about. You know, if you want to talk about this, I, my door is open. You're always welcome to schedule a call with me. You're always welcome to reach out via email. I love to help authors find their passion. I love to help authors get to a hell yes when it comes to what they're writing and what they're doing and maybe find ways to make that happen. So I hope you reach out. I hope you found this helpful. And until next time, keep writing. Thank you for listening to The Holistic Author Show, presented by Epona Author Solutions and distributed on the Epona Author Radio Network. I've been your host, Kit Kalestow, the author yogi. If you'd like to learn more about our show, check out our sponsors, or find out how to be a guest, visit podcast.eponaauthorsolutions.com. 
title music is Dream House by Purple Planet Music. You can find out more about them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, be well.